Welcome! I'm Yuan Nielsen. And I'm Lincoln Murphy. And this is Impact Weekly. We're here to help you make your customers successful. Each week, we answer your most pressing customer success management questions by relying on our years of experience with companies around the world. Let's get this going. All right. So we're back. Another question for this week. Um, This one is about the main KPI for a CSM. So this person asked me uh, in a mail, what is is NRR, net revenue retention? Is that the main KPI for a CSM or what should it be? So a common question, I would say. Uh, Let's uh, dig into that. For sure. I I think a good place to start is, well, what's the definition of NRR? Um, yeah, because this is definitely something that that comes up a lot. So I want to make sure everybody's really clear on on that. So NRR is basically uh, so again net revenue retention. It's it's the percentage, and that's how it's usually it's it's shown as is a percentage um, yeah. of the revenue retained from existing customers in a defined period. So you know you start your quarter with. X amount of revenue from your customers and you end the quarter with some amount of revenue. That's, that's what we're talking about there. Now that yeah. some amount of revenue includes any, um, any expansion revenue through upsells, um, yeah. any contracted revenue through downgrades or discounts. And of course, any revenue that's lost through churn. So it's net of contraction uh, and, and expansion. And it, it's a good indicator of whether or not your your business uh, is, is growing or shrinking. I mean, it, it, exactly. that's why it's such an important metric. And by the way, it's also called sometimes um, net dollar retention or, or yeah. NDR. Um, we tend to stick with net revenue retention if for no other reason than it's a little bit more international <laughs> than dollar yeah. retention. Um, yeah. But you see it both ways. Yeah. And just to be clear, so we don't include any new sales, right? In this uh, new customers, basically. Correct. Yeah. So it's it's looking just at the existing customers. So if we take that quarter and we say we started with um, a a thousand euros in revenue from our existing customers and we ended that quarter with uh, 1,500 euros at the end of that quarter, well, we would say we had 150% net revenue retention. Now, we might have lost... Um, you know, a, a thousand euros in revenue, but we made it up in upsells. But, you know, so yeah. there's stuff going on there. We'll talk about all of that. But essentially, that's that's what we're saying. Now, of course, in that quarter, we, we may have added new customers. That won't be figured Thanks. into this NRR, but um, the next quarter, we would start out with new customers uh, added yeah. to the existing customers. And, and that would now be our, our starting point. For NRR for the next quarter, and as you said, there, uh, this is uh, this is a really important metric, and uh, a lot of uh, SaaS businesses, subscription businesses, they are focused around this uh, NRR uh, KPI. And and why is it why is it such an important mm-hmm. KPI? Well, it, really, the primary reason why companies look at this is. It, it really is that indicator of whether or not your, your business is, is 
shrinking or growing. What I mean by that is if we take that example of, you know, starting starting a quarter with uh, $1,000 or 1,000 euros in, in revenue and, uh, and we end the quarter with 1,500 euros in revenue, remember that's not from new customers. That's not bringing yeah. in any new customers. That's just revenue, yeah. it, basically expanded revenue from our existing customer base, which right. means in theory, we could turn off new customer acquisition and the company would not just continue to exist, but revenue would actually grow. Well, that's yeah. it. That's a pretty amazing thing. Now, of course, if we turn on new customer acquisition, now we have that two-pronged uh, growth machine. But yeah. investors, um, potential acquirers of a company, they'll look at that NRR metric and say, if I put money into this company, this company is going to grow super efficiently. Oh, yeah. So it, it's, it becomes just more, more valuable. So executives and, and boards of directors and and investors look at that and say, this is a way for our company to be more valuable, you know, on, on the market. And, it, you know, as a CSM in your day to day, you're probably not going to be too worried about that stuff. But it's really important to understand why what you're doing matters to the company. In fact, you know, why is your company investing in customer success? They're investing in customer success because it's the most efficient way to drive NRR. And NRR drives company valuation. So it's pretty important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And a commentary. I mean, and on the, the opposite is true as well. If you have an NRR that's like below 80 or uh, 80% or so, then you, then you have, you have to bring in a lot of new customers to, uh, to keep growing basically. So uh, yeah. it's both ways are really, uh, yeah, as you said, like, are we growing or are we going backwards? Uh, so th- th- that this number tells a lot. Totally. And like your example, I mean, if if, if you had 80% or less uh, NRR and you turned off new customer acquisition, your company would not just not continue to, uh, to grow, but I mean, it, it would stop existing yeah. after a fairly short amount of time. So yeah. you're right. I mean, it's it's something that we need to look at. Um, again, on a daily basis as a CSM, even as a head of customer success, it's not something that you're always going to be so focused on, but there are things that make up NRR that yeah. you will be focused on. Definitely. And I think this question comes from a person who is, they've heard of, of net revenue retention and it's probably talked about a lot in the company, but maybe this person is not feeling how do I, can I really make a difference here? Or how do I, how do my day-to-day work fit into this? So I think that's, uh, that's uh, and that's really important uh, because, uh, I, I mean, it is a lagging indicator and it doesn't really help you uh, in what to do today or tomorrow. So maybe we should uh, go, go a little bit deeper here and see for a CSM, how can we, how can we have an impact on NRR in our, in our work? Yeah, for sure. And I think so, you know, now is a good time to kind of talk about, well, what, what makes up NRR? Um, yeah. And we've already, we've already alluded to this. I mean, it's, it's retention or, or conversely yeah. churn. So we want to make sure, you know, we're, we're retaining our customers, um, having a low churn rate, because when a customer churns, they take all of the revenue that they're paying us with them. Uh, but it's also contraction, right? Which is cu- customers staying with us, but paying us less uh, for the privilege. 
to, to stay our customer, um, which is not necessarily great, um, either through discounts or, or, or downgrades. And then, of course, there's expansion revenue, getting our customer to buy more. These are what we call the roll-up metrics. These are the yeah. things that make up NRR. And these roll-up metrics are the things that you are going to be focused on in a more a- acute sense. You're going to be dealing with these uh, on a day-to-day basis, if not these metrics directly that the activities that you're doing with your customers are going to directly affect these metrics. And then yeah. these are the metrics that roll up to NRR. No, but this, I think this is breaking it down one level. Um, and, and here, if, if we, if, if you want to focus and prioritize between these different uh, roll-up metrics, uh, do we have any like rule of thumb here that we can help people out? Um, if you're, if you're a CSM or if you're head of customer success and uh, want to set some priorities for the coming quarter or, or, or so? For sure. So we have what we call the, the rule of 15s, which is essentially a, a, a kind of a, a quick way to look at what's going on and, and figure out where we should be focusing our, our most likely limited resources. Um, if you have less than 15% expansion, so this could be something that a head of customer success is looking at the entire customer base and saying, yeah, you know what, we, uh, we have less than 15% expansion uh, from our customers. So in other words, we're, we're, we're not growing the revenue from our customers um, in a way that's greater than you know, 115% ending yeah. that, that quarter. Um, so we want to, you know, that's something that we would want to uh, take a look at. If you have greater than 15% churn, so yeah. you know, we're, we're losing um, a good amount of revenue that way. Or if you have greater than 15% contraction, all, these are the things that you know, would say you want to you take a look at each of these. Now, if, all, if, if, if you have less than 15% expansion and you have greater than 15% churn and you have greater than 15% contraction, um, yeah. that's going to be you know, a, a problem. <laughs> um, yes, you're but, not in great uh, shape. Right. <laughs> But you know, knowing that, and again, this is a yeah. rule of thumb, right? We're just trying to trying to you know some way to take a quick look at things and, and figure out where to focus. Um, you know, generally, what we do is we would say, if 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 one of those is true, so if you let's say you have greater than fifteen percent contraction, um, yeah. and the others are not, you know, they don't they don't meet the rule of fifteen. So you, you have. Uh, you have greater than 15% expansion, you have less than 15% churn, but you have greater than 15% contraction, then you would focus there. So that's, that's right. your quick way of, of prioritizing. If all of these are true, I still say start with contraction because oftentimes what we're doing um, is, is giving discounts to customers to stay. And a, a really simple thing to do there is not give as big of a discount. You can often get people to stay um, with a smaller discount, you know, yeah. so like right there, but that said that that's a, that's a quick fix, but that doesn't solve anything. If you're giving a discount to a customer to stay and they're not actually going to be successful, uh, you may just be prolonging the inevitable. So whatever, whatever yeah. you do, you want to follow up with a success plan, you know, get them back on track. But you know, the rule of 15s is just meant as a, again, it's a rule of thumb. It's, it's, something that you can kind of take a, a quick look at what's going on and on a, as a head of customer success on a, on an org level, we, you know, we can look mm-hmm. at our entire customer base. You can also do this 
uh, for each CSM and sort of their portfolio of, of customers. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of a one way to take a look at the, the roll-up metrics and figure out where you should focus. Yeah, no, I think that's that's some that's really helpful in the like very busy days you have, and and uh, just to, to make this quick analysis to set priorities. And say that we have like a contraction. I have too much contraction in my portfolio, and I'm a CSM. Uh, what could I do to impact my roll-up metric that eventually will impact uh, NRR? What, what can I? What, what would we suggest? Recommend to? Where do you start here? Well. So interestingly, so contraction is, is probably one of the top uh, sort of hidden um, drags on NRR. Yeah, yeah. Churn, you know, ch- we, everybody focuses on churn, um, which I'm not saying churn is not something to uh, be aware of and focus on. But, but contraction is one of those places where we lose a lot of revenue and we don't really yeah. know it. You know, we don't understand what's going on there. Um, again, discounts are the obvious thing. Um, where we're just trying to save a customer. So we we're, we give them a discount to stay, but there's also downgrades, which is where a customer is sort of is trying to right size their, their subscription or right size their, their license or, or whatever they've, whatever they've purchased from you yeah. to meet their actual usage. Right. So mm-hmm. they, they originally signed up to, you know, with uh, on a certain plan or, or with certain features or, or whatever, and they never, they never got to a point where they were using those things or consuming the, whatever, you know, they, they, the package that they paid for. And so yeah. it comes renewal time and we're not going to offer them a discount. They, they have been using some of the, the stuff that they've already bought, but they get to a point where it's like time to renew. And they say, I haven't been using this stuff. So I want to, I want to remove that from my subscription. I want to remove, remove yeah. that from my contract. And they're going to stay our customer, but now they're paying us less. So yeah, that usually happens because of things that occur earlier in the life cycle. Oftentimes, we can track uh, contraction back to onboarding, yeah. um, and and you know, not a not a failed onboarding, but what we call just sort of an inefficient onboarding, where customers it just takes longer, things happen slower. They it. You know, we have a goal of getting our, our customer on board in, let's say, 30 days, but, you know, maybe it's taking 45 or 60 days with this customer. They're just not doing what they need to do. And we get to a point where um, they, they maybe they do get to, you know, what we would say they're on board now. But that slow onboarding kind of bleeds over yeah. into adoption, you know. And anyway, you know, here we are a year down the road, time to renew and all the things that we had wanted for them to do and all the things that they wanted to do, they just didn't. Yeah. So now they need to right size. And so we need to go back and look at onboarding. We need to go back and look at adoption and make sure that we're, we're as efficient as possible there, that we've managed expectations yeah. properly, that we, we get them to take the, the actions that they need to. And that will yeah. generally cause a, 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 an improvement to contraction. Um, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you can affect contraction and you can affect churn by making your customer successful. <laughs> you know, it, there's, right. it's, it's not about trying to do anything at the last minute to save them and, uh, you know, that kind no. of stuff. It's, it's about making them successful all along the way. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, as you said there with the onboarding, uh, I, th- I th- also see a lot when 
when we haven't updated uh, or the goal of the customer, we haven't had a discussion on that for a while. Maybe you know it's taken. It's been a while since we had a good. Uh, uh, good uh, business review or, or a good success plan discussion with them together and, and that's or they changed people on their side then we see the early signs here with them contracting and uh, becoming less engaged with us uh, due to that so um, I mean it's the same thing but it's it can be also customer not just the first year customer or second year it can be a customer that's been with us for a while but we haven't we haven't been there and uh, looked at their business and what their next steps are with us. So um, that's a, you make a really good point about making sure that we're continually aligned on their goals and, and, and that, and that this can happen. This is one of those situations where things feel like they kind of snuck up on us. Uh, maybe exactly. you're right. Not, not necessarily exactly. in the first year, but you know, a couple of years down the road and all of a sudden the customer wants to downsize or, or even churn. And you're like, yeah. this, this doesn't make any sense. Everything seemed to be going well <clears throat> by all accounts. And then you realize um, that their goals had changed. You didn't sync up with them on those goals. Exactly. And exactly. you've seen this. They, they didn't, the customer just didn't know that the company, that the, you know, the, the, the product could actually help them with their new goal. So yeah. they went and found a different solution. Yeah. And it's like, well, gosh, if, if we had known that their goal had changed, we could have shown them exactly how to reach that goal with our product. Yeah. But because we didn't know, they didn't know to even ask. And uh, and here we are. So, yeah. And in those situations, I've seen that you can both like not only mitigate or reduce the whole contraction, but you can even turn it around to an expansion. So I think that's why it's so good to focus on these contraction uh, cases, if those are the, if you, if you have, uh, if you have to pick between these and they're, they're quite kind of equal, uh, the rule of 15 prioritization, right. because you can, even, you can even, you can, you cannot just only like, um, uh, reduce the contraction, but you can even turn it around to an expansion, uh, with these customers. So of course, usually a lot of work behind that, but, uh, to do that, uh, you have, uh, you have quite an upside to do it. But this exactly. is a lot of things. I mean, we could spend a lot more time on this, but but uh, I think this is um, for CSM thinking about net revenue retention. Uh, let's uh, maybe we should go back to just uh, help this person now. What is the top three things um, um, to answer the question here? Yeah, so um, I know that you had a, a couple of ideas, um, some some yeah. practical solutions here. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, I think um, if you, I mean, take take full ownership of net revenue retention. Sometimes even if you're not uh, fully responsible or not measured on it, uh, go all in and be aware of this KPI. Be aware that this is going to be what management is going to look at, even the board, investors, everyone. So take as much ownership of it as you can. I think that's like the number one here. And as we discussed, I would say if I go into number two, uh, it's it's about these roll-up metrics. That's that's uh, that's where you uh, get more guidance in what to do and what to focus on and prioritize. So, looking at uh, both renewals, uh, re- retention, and expansion, looking at contraction, looking at churn uh, on your portfolio, 
and, and then start focusing on how to improve, improve those roll-up metrics. Exactly. And, you know, I, I'll just add one that I think is, um, it, it's so easy to miss. Well, and, and, and you kind of, I mean, everything that you just said, this is sort of that, that, that thread that runs through all of it. But this one that is so easy to miss when you get, try to get into the weeds on, on these metrics. And we're just kind of thinking yeah. about, you know, what are, the, what are the measurements? What's the KPI? Look, NRR is primarily influenced by the success of our customers. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, it's, it's that simple. If you it focus is. on making your customers successful, and remember, that's the, helping them achieve their desired outcome achieve the goal that they have, which is their objective. And then there's a time frame for that and giving them their appropriate experience along the way, your customer will tend to, um, stay longer, you know, increase their spend and maybe even advocate for you. So if you yeah. simply focus on making your customer successful, it, your, your influence on NRR is generally going to be quite positive. So, you know, don't, don't take your eye off, off of what's really important here. And that's making sure your customers are successful, but knowing why NRR is important, knowing how you contribute to it, all of that is super critical. I believe, uh, if you, you know, if you really want to be a professional CSM and, and especially if you want to move from, you know, being a CSM into a, you know, more of a leadership role, this is what the people that run your company uh, are focused on. So it's good to know about this. But on a day-to-day -day basis, just make sure your customers are successful. That's it. Great. Hey, thanks for listening. Do you want to bring your customer success to the next level? Check out Impact Academy. We have training programs for customer success managers and for leaders in customer success.